0: Praise the Lord. Thank you. Uh, So I want to, uh, a few minutes, I'm going to show about a 12-minute video clip. Uh, Reinhard Bonke put this together. Uh, If you're not familiar with who he is, uh, he was the man uh, who uh, was in Africa. He was a missionary. And uh, there's a couple of dynamics. He um, was having a healing uh, service. And uh, he went to pick the evangelist up at the, uh, at the hotel. And the evangelist was catching a taxi to the airport. And uh, he told him, he said, listen, uh, you need to do it. I'm leaving. And he said, I didn't know what to do. And uh, so he said, I went back and uh, uh, I preached. Um, and uh, I prayed for this woman. She was blind. Uh, and she was totally healed uh, of, of blindness. Uh, and from that began his ministry. He used to play the accordion. He's a German. Um, and he uh, went there as he'd play on the streets, everything, nothing happened. Uh, for years, he labored. And then these miracles begin to happen, healing. And uh, he's held crusades. We'll see some of them. It's very inspiring. Um, he gave our fellowship a tent a number of years ago that he had used. and was no longer. Uh, but these masses of humanity. I mean, I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of people. And it's um, uh, very inspiring. But um, uh, my point is, uh, the whole dynamic and the whole um, uh, thrust in the beginning is, let me ask you a question. I'll ask it a number of times probably. Are you a soul winner? Do you win souls? Do you witness? Do you witness for Jesus? Because to miss this is to miss Christianity. And uh, I did a uh, session just uh, recently about follow-up, but this is the foundation, this is the roots, is witnessing, telling people about Jesus, and what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul, or what will a man give in exchange for this soul? In the book of Acts, it says, After they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they began to speak in, in new tongues. And they became witnesses unto me, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Jesus with the woman at the well. It's unending. And so the, the great commission, uh, we can talk about planting churches. We thank God for all, of these, all he's done. But that began with people sitting here uh, witnessing and telling others about Jesus. That's how it began. Uh, Witnessing at school, on the job, your neighborhood, going on outreach, telling an unsaved person about Jesus Christ and what he's done for you. This is powerful. Uh, It's powerful for you, and the kingdom of God depends upon it. God designed His church to be the instrument of multiplying and seeing souls saved. How many here, uh, you got saved? I know the Lord drew you. The Spirit of God draws people. I know you prayed a prayer. Uh, but you, uh, you, you, were, you got saved because someone told you about Jesus. Someone witnessed to you. Uh, they spoke some words to you. <clears throat> Maybe in family. I may have been a stranger, uh, but they witnessed to you, spoke to you, and co- you got under conviction, and eventually you made your way to an altar, or maybe you prayed with them. Someone witnessed to you, and you got saved. Let me see your hand. How many of you are not saved? <laughs> and uh, Because it's by the foolishness of preaching or the gospel whereby men and women are saved. That's how people get saved is somewhere they heard the gospel. This is what Paul said over and over. It's by the foolishness of preaching the gospel. I'll never forget in India, and I I read this book, uh, a national there, and he's talking about the early missionaries and uh, the massive amounts of, of, of money and labor and et cetera in India. And he made an interesting comment. They, uh, he said, they, they taught us uh, how to start a business, small businesses, might have been a sewing machine, whatever. Uh, they taught us uh, how to grow food. They gave us hospitals. They even educated us. And here, here's the statement he made, basically, after going through all of that uh, very eloquently. He said, uh, so today... We're more prosperous, we're healthier, and we're better fed going to hell. Because they did not have conversions. And so those things in themselves, of course, is not evil. But but the primary purpose, Jesus said, I want you to be witnesses unto me. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth and uh, this is critical can you imagine if everyone here uh, you begin to witness everywhere you went you witnessed at the gas station when you at the grocery store uh, your neighbors your family streets outreach and so uh, the world is lost and dying can you imagine can you imagine humanity a lot more people today than there used to be masses of humanity and you read some of these statistics it's still staggering today how many have never heard about jesus i mean it'll, it'll shock you when you read about a multiplied uh, a billion of people and more that have never heard about jesus well we know that and but what about your neighbor when i got saved a number of years ago 42 years ago no one had ever really confronted me with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the condition of my soul. That's what a witness, you are a witness of Jesus Christ on what he's done for you. How he saved you, he's changed you, he's delivered you, and that brings, your simple testimony brings conviction That's God's design to bring conviction to a lost person. And it's very, very potent. And uh, if you'll do that, if you will witness, if you will do that, one, God will do something in you. And to not do it, to not to witness, is a violation of your relationship with God. That's a violation of your relationship with God. It'd be like someone went to work and or, or you maybe maybe your husband works somewhere and uh, you go there, you show up and everybody where he works says, well we didn't know he was married. We've never heard of you. That would be a violation, right? Uh, we, we have no clue he doesn't act like, I mean he doesn't talk about you, he's never mentioned you. Uh, he doesn't say anything we've never heard of you but i wonder how many go through life and you people around you never know because you've never mentioned his name to the lost world you've never told them about jesus the one who saved you now think about is that if you don't do that that means heaven and hell is not real to you you must be born again, or you'll never see the kingdom. You'll never go to heaven. And you've, you've heard the illustrations over the years. Your neighbor's house was burning down. It's the middle of the night. They're sleeping. Their children are in there. Their family's in there. And you see it burning, and you do nothing. You see it burning to the ground, and you do nothing. And you know that's wrong and you probably would do something. I trust you would. You'd try to wake them, you'd do everything because you realize the severity. What about people burning in hell for eternity? The Bible says the weeping and wailing, gnashing of teeth where the worm never dies and and outer darkness and the difference Maybe your witness, you can, I, if you're honest and you're saved, someone somewhere told you about Jesus. Somewhere you came in contact with the Word of God. And once in a while I'll find someone you may read the Bible or something. But most of the time, 95 times out, it was a personal witness. It wasn't TV. It wasn't uh, a sermon. Uh, someone witnessed, that's why you came to church. That's why you got under the sound of the preaching. But you talk to most people. Me, I'll never forget. Connie got saved. She began to witness to me. She began to tell me, and I could see a change. But Ron Jones came to my house, pastoring a little community, and, and uh, uh, told me about Jesus. Another man, Dion Thompson, told me about Jesus. And I'll never forget it. And, and, and Ron said, can I pray for you? And he knelt down in my living room. And I'm watching him. I'm a hardcore sinner. And he began to pray that God would save me. And that I would come under conviction. So it was my wife witnessing to me. Uh, and I'd went for years partying. Uh, Baptist belt. And no one had ever told me really about Jesus. I might have been invited to church a few times. And when I was a boy, I went to a free will Baptist church for a while. Uh, but no one as an adult had ever really looked at me and told me about Jesus. The Bible talks about the sower going forth to sow seed. The seed is the word of God. And he said some fell on good soil. Some fell on stony soil. Uh, some fell by the wayside and the birds, the demonic uh, I took it. Uh, the stony, it Popped up and then died. But he said some fell on good soil. And they reproduced some 30, 60, 100. And so do you witness, do you tell unsaved people, do you look for opportunities to tell unsaved people about the one you love? The one you love, the one who saved you, the one who gave his life. Do you tell unsaved people about the one you love? Because that's Christianity. That's that's the scattering. God put the gospel and the ability to witness. Angels don't witness. People witness. People who've had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Uh, and I was, I was thinking about Christian. Pray for him. I think he, uh, he goes before the judge. They picked him up on a prayer. But I'm looking here. Here's two. People testified Thanksgiving night. Both of them attributed he witnessed to them. Uh, both of them sitting right here side by side. Uh, he witnessed to them, and um, and they're here. Both of them testified. Both these men testified um, uh, uh, Wednesday night. And so my point is, uh, if you you can't read the Bible, you can't read the New Testament. Without understanding, God has called you and I and one of the the great commandments. And if you're saved and don't witness, that's a crime. That's cruel. To, to, To imagine someone may go to hell because you didn't tell them about Jesus. Jesus went to the woman at the well. And said, I must go through Samaria. You know the story. They're prejudiced. They, the, they, they don't They don't even put their foot on Samarian soil. And the disciples, they can't grasp this. Here's this woman. Uh, she's had five husbands. Imagine And he, here, he's, he's witnessing to her, and they're astonished. And most scholars feel when they went into the city to find food, they would have walked right past this woman. She would have been coming to the well they're going to the city, remember, to get food. They would have walked right past her. And then what did she do when she got saved? She went into the city, come here, the man who told me all I ever did. What about the man at the tomb of Gadarenes? What about him? He wanted to go to Gigi. said, no, no, go back to your friends and family. Tell them the great thing I've done. He went back to Decapolis, and if you follow that on through, The ten cities of Decapolis had a flaming revival because of this one man went there and began to witness. Do you witness? Do you witness? Do you tell the lost, the unsaved, the broken, the bruised, people whose lives are torn, do you tell them about Jesus? Every one of us know people that need Jesus every one of us the longer you're saved the more distant sometimes it gets uh, but especially if you've been saved in the last few or you're young and you're in school or you work your place of employment is one of the great places I, and I'm saying work hard and do your work but you'll have opportunities to witness I can remember uh, when I got saved and I worked in the telephone industry And God gave me opportunities to tell people about Jesus over and over and over and over again. I had friends that I went to. I was in the streets preaching. I was in the restaurant uh, preaching and testifying. I went to the VFW. I'm testifying. I'm witnessing. And even today, I love it, man, on, on airplanes and stuff, they can't get away from you, especially on international flights. And, uh, but, uh, but you have opportunity and hell will close your mouth and people will die and go to hell because no one told them about Jesus. You must witness. Why would Jesus say that? After you receive, he said, after you receive the Holy Spirit, I want you to be a witness unto me. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. That's what I want you to do. One of the marks of being filled with God's Spirit is you witness one of the marks of being on fire for God is that passion to tell an unsaved person uh, people that are broken, people that are addicted, people whose lives are spun out, people who are suicidal. And you hear people, they they, they're they're uh, they're ready to you, you hear accounts we've even had people here uh, they knock on a door and this person was was at the very verge of taking their own life and begin to tell them about Jesus and turn them around and so I want to I want to show this video if we will have someone get the lights it's just about 12 minutes and and then we'll open up but but this is what I'm I believe God would have me say to you A sound, right, please. Got our off and we have a fire and heavy We have minutes here. Over. Roger,
1: Rosemary, this is Ghost Guard. All vessels in the vicinity of 44 degrees north, 127 degrees west, report and prepare to render assistance immediately. Over. Ghost Guard
0: 1254, this is Corpus Christi. We're in the immediate area. we Rosemary. seven minutes. Over. Transponder is reading long to Vessel in the immediate area. Corpus Christi. Uh, Their bridge command just reported back, and they have a crew of 64 with 24 lifeboats ready to be deployed. Very well. Give them the coordinates and the manifest details of the Rosemary immediately. And I want a status report from Corpus Christi in five minutes. Yes, sir.
2: Seaman MacMillan, quite a night for your first tour of duty. Who are you? Choices, Jack. You, my friend, are about to enter the Valley of Decision. I'm sorry, mister, I have to... Let me ask you a question. What takes precedence? The vessel's facilities or its overall purpose? I believe the purpose of this vessel is quite clear, sir. Precisely. Our purpose should be quite clear. Jack, we are heading into dangerous territory. No way around that. However, inside this vessel is a comfortable place to be. And therein lies your choice. Will you go? Or are you also content to really study about going? Sir, I do have to go. I have to serve the party. It's about to start. Jack, the party is almost over.
0: everyone. Attention. The captain has ordered everyone to report immediately to Officer Burlow at the second level deck for an urgent rescue operation.
1: Officer Burlow has prepared the lifeboats and we're ready to deploy. Everyone follow me. A rescue operation? Stanley, this man is dripping on my floor. My good man, Officer Brock. Let me assure you of one thing. There will be no rescue operation. But, 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 sir... Think. Do you know
0: who takes their ship out in this kind of weather? Those who wish to remain unnoticed.
1: So if some group of drug runners have run afoul, I will be the last to risk life and limb to save them. devil's all of them. But, 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 sir, this boat, after all, is... I know perfectly well the purpose of this vessel. Do you wish to have us all killed? No, no, sir. Being inside such a boat as this is that it protects you from the outside. Is this not clear to you Officer the Well, maybe maybe perhaps not, sir. Sorry, sir. Stephen McMillan? that you I see joining the wise men.
2: Now there goes your finesse.
1: Everybody, 21.45 sharp.
0: It. 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 What is going on up there? You never approached them from the starboard. The whole design
1: for the new raft is based upon you pulling them up from the stern. You want to be in 12 foot oh, yeah. seas pulling somebody out from the stern? You can't even reach them. Trust me, I, I went over this thing for three weeks with Burlow. I memorized the manual. I think you better catch up on some of your homework. Man, have you ever been on the Light
0: Aren't you glad you're not out in that weather tonight? I think it's time for church. Mary was on route from Vancouver and filed a manifest stating a crew of 12 and 64 passengers. Can you please report on the status of the operation? lifeboats have been dropped are
2: operational. Sir, this is U.S. Coast Guard Captain James Meyer.
0: You and your crew are under orders to deploy all available lifeboats and crew immediately. Do you comprehend the situation you are in? You are their only chance. They have the boat to beat all boats, 64 crew, 24 rescue boats, and they launch three
1: God's own image in man was the image of love, until the storms of sin ruffled the waters and the reflection was distorted. But God was not outwitted. He invested all he had for everyone who ever lived. Through the ages, impassionate men and women have lived and died to preach Christ and his salvation to all tribes and nations. The love of God in a man's soul is 100 times finer and more noble than any motive that has ever driven him. To know the love of all loves is the secret of all secrets, my friend. I am here to tell you, the Church of Jesus Christ is not a pleasure boat, but a lifeboat for saving souls, and every hand is needed on deck.
0: So uh, uh, the, the question uh, begs to be asked is, uh, the comfort zone, are you living in a, a spiritual comfort zone? whereby Why don't people witness? Maybe you could ask yourself, why don't I witness? Why don't I witness to unsaved people? What don't I witness to the lost? What what is it? Is it embarrassment? Is it uh, uh, you don't want to step out of the comfort zone? They may um, re- reject you. Uh, you want to be liked. You want to be appreciated, or you just you just don't want to enter that arena confrontation perhaps with uh, an unsaved person. But as I said earlier, I say it again, uh, what if someone came to your school or where you work and uh, it was your wife. She came and no one there knew that you were even married. No one knew about this love of your life. You'd never mentioned, or maybe it was your husband, you'd never mentioned his name. Never said one word about him. Never talked about him, family. See, we're the family of God. And Jesus Christ, think of this. Think what he left and what he suffered. That we could be saved. And then we say, nah, I don't want to put myself in that predicament. Are you a witness for Jesus? Do you tell people, if I went to where you, your sphere in life, uh, or do you talk more about everything else than Him? And that's a spiritual crime. And I know many of you do witness. Thank God for you. But here, here's here's an apt picture. Here are these people dying. And here's this pleasure cruise. And they can't be bothered. People dying. Drowning in their sin. Going to hell burned for eternity, lost without God. And their only hope in life is someone must tell them about Jesus. Will it be you? Is it you? One of the dynamics, see, is here, uh, you, you pick this up, anytime we don't want to do something, we know is right, we know we need to do invariably we will speak against it invariably we'll begin to build our, well, door to door our witnessing Or is a different, I'll never forget as long as I live, I don't think when, when, when Larry King punched it in Joel Osteen's face world you know, who knows how many millions of people watching about Jesus and being born again. And he would not say, you must be born again or you'll never see the kingdom of God. He would not come out and lay the... What an opportunity to lay the clear gospel except a man repent unless you ask Jesus to forgive you. unless you cry out to God. And what an opportunity to talk about repentance and conversion and, and the cross and the price that Jesus paid and the shedding of blood. And he just, I mean, just and Larry King just kept Because he's heard. He's heard Billy Graham, I mean some of the people he's interviewed over the years, that laid into him. And he just, uh, well, I'm, I'm not one to judge. I know good Hindus, this and that. Well, Hinduism is the most perverse, unclean Nasty, it's the religion of a billion gods. And women have no rights. Uh, That's what it's produced, uncleanness of every kind. And I don't want to get into that. But, But the question is, God gives you opportunities. God gives you opportunities to go online for Him and speak. His name. That's what Paul said. His name. Not my name, but His name. Not the latest uh, uh, movie, not the latest sports, not the latest uh, issue in society, not the, the, the latest political agenda, not the latest economic crisis or blessing, but His name. He said, "If I be lifted up, I'll draw him into." Him. How do you lift up Jesus? How do you lift him up? Is when you talk about him, when you witness it to him, and of course you live the life. So we got maybe two minutes. Anyone have something pertinent you you want to you want to say
1: about Jesus, Fred? I noticed. Uh Shortly after I made my commitment, that uh, there was power that came after speaking, there was uh, there was a sense of security, there was a sense of dominion, there was uh, there was uh, no fear. Uh, anytime uh I had an opportunity and I spoke to somebody in the regard of what God did in my life, it was like God filled me with something. God, God gave me more of something. And I realized later that uh, that was something I should continue to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, if you'll witness for Jesus, if you'll witness for if you'll seize every opportunity to speak about him to unsaved people, I'm not talking about testifying here or in, on the platform, I'm talking about in the personal arena of your life. If you'll do that, there's something powerful that God does for you. And a soul-winning church is a powerful church. If we lose that, we have a tendency to become religious and social. One of the marks of being religious is you no longer witness for Christ. No longer speak about Him in an unsaved world. That's That's one of the marks of Because most of us, when we got saved, and I understand people have different personalities. Some people are just more bold and more confident. I understand all that. But sometimes, you heard me tell the story about Jimmy Estes years ago. And Jimmy, uh, his mother couldn't even write her own name. His father was in prison. And uh, she used to get a a government check, and and she, she would put her ex, and I would sign my name so she could go cash it. And Jimmy was mocked in school. He wasn't the most brilliant kid, uh, 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 mentally wise. Uh, but I'll I'll never forget Jimmy Estes. And uh, uh, he uh, uh, because he would witness. I'm, and I can remember he, uh, he asked me for a key to the church if he could clean the church. a small church. Our our house was right next door. I'd see the lights on at night, and I'd go and look through the window. He'd be in there praying. Jimmy got a job at a, at a logging mill, and he got his foot uh, caught. They have these big chains and hooks that pull these big massive logs through this sawmill. Got his foot caught, got his hand down there, and so I went to St. Louis to see him in the hospital. His toes are gone. Half his foot's gone. Half his foot's gone. They got a huge wrap. Uh, and I remember going in there, and he saw me. Tears run down his face, and he said, Pastor, who's going to clean the church? First words out of his mouth, Pastor. Who's gonna? I people. The church was struggling, battling. People begin to come in. People begin to come in. I mean, people just begin to come in. I'm, I'll never forget this little old couple. I was a lot younger then. First church I'd ever pastored. They're probably my age now than I am now. And and uh, I give an altar call. Both of them raise their hand. And I thought they misunderstood me. I mean, this little old couple looked you know sweet kind. They raised their hand again. They both got saved. I later baptized them in water. And different people. And I'd ask them, and 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 I say, how come you're here? And they said, you know, there was a knock at our door, and um, uh, we went, and here's this uh, this flyer on the church, and and here's this guy on crutches, this young man, and he couldn't even speak. He tried to tell us, and he was just so uh, 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 embarrassed, and so uh, that he couldn't he couldn't even speak but said something happened to us. And we packed that building. We enlarged that building, actually. And much of it was linked to this man. Let me tell you how he died. I preached his funeral. I forget, I think 18, 20, I don't remember. got saved His brother, he had a younger brother named Jerry. They're fishing in the Mississippi River. Mississippi River is a treacherous river. has these horrible eddies and stuff. And um, uh, they're fishing... And uh, uh, his brother uh, slipped in, uh, got it. And Jimmy uh, was pushing this log out, so he, his younger brother, could get. He's now his foot. He's got this huge bandage on his foot. He's pushing this log out to his brother. He slips in. They're both on this log. It's not, and it's spinning in this eddy. And what Jerry told me, his brother, his older brother Jimmy, he said, Jerry, hold on. I'm gonna. Kick you. I'm going to push you out of this eddy toward the bank. You hold on to the log, and he pushed him, and then he drowned. True story. Preached his funeral. My wife, Connie, was there. And so, but here's a man, uh, and that's what witnessing is. It's like people are drowning, people are dying in their sin, and you, you jump in the reality of life you leave your comfort zone and you're willing to lay down your life for another individual and the Bible says when you do that you're like a grain of wheat falling to the ground and you die and it'll begin to reproduce and flourish I want you to pray with them Believe not, there's this one hole in this congregation right here drives me nuts we'll have Sunday morning you watch it. I don't know if you, i I I look at things, I watch things just be packed and there's a hole here in this church, there's a hole here and it's like people come and sit here and then they're gone, people come and sit here and they're gone, people come and sit here and they're gone that's, that's interesting to me it's interesting to me I'm, I'm a student of spiritual dynamics, I want you to pray against any curse or any demonic activity I want you to Believe God uh, uh, to fill this section. I mean, you watch. I mean, even you can even see it right now. I didn't orchestrate this. People come in, and this side of the building will be packed, and then there's this one big gaping hole here. And uh, I want you to pray. Uh, believe God with me. And uh, that God will put living souls, people that are broken, people's lives, And they come because you bring them. They come because you care about them. They come because you've witnessed to them and spoke to them. And you've reached out to them. And that's what a Christian is. That's what a Christian is. That's what the baptism of the Holy Spirit's all about. That's what living for God is about when eternity becomes real. Would you stand with me this morning? Let's give God praise in this place. Would you give the Lord praise? Oh, Rebo, Shika, Rebo, Halalaba Rebo, Shika. Hallelujah. I want you to pray with me. I want you to believe God with me. Let's begin to pray and ask God to fill these seats with precious lives. Father, I pray by the blood of Jesus. I break every curse of barrenness. Uh, I come against demonic spirits and principalities and powers. Uh, rulers of confusion, God, in the absence of vision. I speak salvation and conviction. Uh, I command uh, the corners of the earth to give up souls and converts into this place. Uh, I came converts and souls up. Uh, Out of every neighborhood, God. Out of families. um, I pray the fire of God begin to witness and speak. Uh, God, you put a, a spiritual hook in their jaw. Draw them to this place, God, that they may be saved. Their life may be changed. I pray for these within the sound of my voice. God, put a word in their mouth that they cannot keep to themselves. May they speak of your name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you this morning. Thank you so much. We'll um, uh, pick it up next week.